Hi, I'm Deb Crow, and welcome to season two of the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with strong leaders from all over the globe. Here, you will learn from peers you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolbox. Because whether you're a C-suite executive or a first-time entrepreneur, we all contend with challenges and there's always room for improvement if we choose to seek it. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I can't believe it's January 2022. And here we are, the last Friday of January. I don't know about you, but this month went by super, super fast. I don't know why, but I would love to hear if you felt that it also went fast. I'm still mesmerized. Don't know where that 28 days went. I want to wish you a happy new year. I want to thank you for tuning in. We have interviewed over 157 leaders, I believe on the podcast now. We're halfway through season two. And I feel so humbly grateful and blessed that I get to meet and interview heart-centered leaders from all over the globe. Our listenership has now grown to 45 countries. And it goes to show that when you love what you do, you're passionate about people And you honor the true definition of heart-centered leadership, which is honoring the connection with people. So I want to thank you for your ratings on the podcast, your beautiful reviews. They do not go unnoticed. Uh, They are reviewed every week by myself. And I want to give a shout out to my team that helps me bring this to you twice a week, every Wednesday and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. David, for your amazing editing capabilities and Gerline, who just keeps me organized all around and gets everything out on all the social media platforms. So I want to talk about... New Year's resolutions and words. I know we've all made New Year's resolutions over the years. And for some people, they work great. For some other people, they don't. I'll be the first to say that I have made New Year's resolutions and they don't necessarily have to have a time or a date stamp. Why can't we be different as human beings And make, you know, a love list or a like list or a life list of all the things that we'd like to do within the year and not give the added pressure of a date to have it achieved by. And on the same token, if you don't get it done, it's okay. You can move it to the next day. These are your goals, your dreams. And yes, I know there's procedures out there that say if you don't put a date, it's not really viable or achievable, but life happens. And I wanted to share a story with you from the last six months of 2021. I did a post that I'll share with you in a bit and share my 2022 word with you. But 2021 was a great year. I had big, scary goals. I was always intentional about my goals, but I'm no different than any of you listening. Life happened. I had a very dear friend lose her daughter to cancer at the end of May. 
And the first two weeks of June, I had four girlfriends diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. That was a lot to take in. And you're probably thinking, Deb, why are you telling me this on a leadership podcast? Because I'm always wanting to anchor you back that we are all imperfect. Emergencies do not have a schedule. They show up in our life. We drop everything and we do what we have to do. But when we get sad news, like what I've just shared with you, I try and embrace those heart-centered leadership qualities. I'm truthful to myself about how I feel. I ensure that I'm modeling and having self-care to look after so I can navigate through these hard feelings. I'm open-minded. I'm always going to be a lifelong learner, but I want to be approachable for those people in my life going through hard times. I want to know that I'm responsible, I'm committed, and most important, I'm attentively present and listening. I've had a lot of trauma and loss in my life, in my 20s, my 30s, my 40s. Now I'm halfway through the 50s. And every time there's a loss, it's a trigger memory. So those of you who have gone through grief counseling or have exposure to grief, which is everyone listening today, embrace that heart-centered leadership quality and know that you have the ability to get up and fail forward. You need to be empathetic to those around you, but also to yourself. So navigating through the summer with my friends and supporting my friend in the loss of her daughter, it was hard. So what I did for myself was I decided I was going to have a summer where I said yes to everything. I wasn't going to second guess my decision. I was going to do things for the sake of doing them, maybe embrace the unknown, enjoy the element of surprise. And I just wanted to feel peace in my heart for all the people in my life that were suffering, but realized at the same time, I needed to align with myself be abundantly grateful for who I was, maintain my self-care to be healthy, whole, and strong, and know that I can always be widely open to receive in my life, even at a time when I'm supporting other people. So fast forward to the end of the summer, moved into the fall. I was with a family member at a dermatology appointment, and I did share this on social media. I had a little cut on my cheek, only to find out two weeks later, I had a basal cell carcinoma, skin cancer tumor in my face. It was a significantly large tumor that had grown inside my cheek, and it was embedded and sitting on the top of my jawbone. I have a medical background. I've attended as a case manager many appointments with my former clients. But when you're sitting in that chair and it's your turn, your mindset, your heart sets much different. It was probably one of the most scariest traumatic events that I've ever gone through in my life. And I felt a calmness about me to just fall into the observer's chair and be the yoga teacher that I used to be. I took some deep breaths and I prayed that this surgeon was going to get this cancer. I was vulnerable. I was scared. 
but I believed in myself. I believed in my faith. I anchored in hope. I felt heart centered. Fast forward three weeks, the surgeon called and he said it was a big tumor, but I got it all. So then I thought, how can I turn this into intention to share with my listeners and continue to be different? And I decided that I wanted the new year to have peace. I wanted to carry the outcome of relief and hope and be and have that beacon of light and hope going into 2022. The universe had a different strategy for me. So I had my surgery, November 11th, Remembrance Day. We'll never forget that. A week later, my sister-in-law passed out driving and got in a car accident. A week after that, my sister-in-law had a stroke at work and is now living with an active brain bleed. The week after that, another friend passed away. And this continued right up until Christmas Eve when I'm sitting in my living room, having a small family gathering. One of my best friends came over. And yes, you will not even believe what I'm going to say. She had a stroke on my couch and lost the vision in her left eye. Life is imperfect. Life can hand us a lot. I anchored back into my connection with people. Why is this happening? How can I end the year with all this sickness and trauma and still navigating unprecedented times in the world with my business, with my family, with myself? And all I kept hearing was, let me continue to be an inspiration to those around me. And I anchored myself again in that beacon of hope. Resilience comes from going through traumatic events like death and loss, divorce, separation, observing people with horrible behavior. But I do know this. Kindness is a strength. It's organic. It's innate, it's in you to give. And in the depths of where I was at from June, the end of May, really, of last year till the end of 2021, I was in and out of peaks and valleys of being at the height of happiness and feeling success as I was crushing all my business goals only to be anchored in sadness and grief and sickness and illness and trauma. And I, I had to lean into myself. So I want to ask you this. How often do you look in the mirror and say, you got this and tell yourself that you love yourself? If you don't love yourself, how can you love other people? How can you embrace the heart-centered leadership qualities that I talk about? How can you implement heart-centered leadership if you can't be a beacon of light and a beacon of hope in your own life? I really would love for you to pause the podcast and write those questions down. Rewind if you need to, because every time that I've built that resilience muscle, I always find my creativity, my innovation 
being progressive. It's always another notch up. People say, how do you do it? I think when you've grown up and that's all you've known, you have no other choice. The choice for me is to be happy, to lean into my feelings. I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to be depressed. I'm allowed to have an ugly cry. I'm no different than all of you. But I anchor in the foundation of being resilient and knowing that tomorrow's a new day, loving my family, loving my friends, being there for people, but not at the expense of my own physical or mental health. Cognitive currency, the way you think about thinking, your metacognition should never be in an overdraft position to the point where you're depleted and you have nothing left for no one, including yourself. So I want to share with you my 2022 word, and I want to tell you where that derived from. I had a mentor in my late 20s. His name was Steve McClure. He was an amazing man. He was like a dad to me. Those of you who've been following along and listening know that I I lost my dad when I was 21. I met uh, Steve McClure when I was 23 and had a beautiful relationship with him for many, many years. He was at my wedding. I actually attended his second wedding. I met his children. I loved hearing stories about his grandchildren. I still talk to his wife, Mary. And I want to dedicate this episode to him because... I know a big part of who I am today was the mentoring that he gave me. And he would be laughing, you know, hearing that I I entitled this podcast Imperfect. But he used to say to me, be committed to yourself and have a word. You don't have to have a New Year's resolution because a lot of people fail at those because they think they have to, you know, make a New Year's resolution on New Year's Eve and you know, have the, have the strength and the stability and, you know, this hundred mile an hour, go forward, positive attitude to get it done. What if you just allowed it to be and worked on it a little bit each day? That's what Steve McClure would say. That's the Steve McClure way. So what's my word for 2022? Intention. Someone said to me in December, well, your brand is heart-centered leadership. I said, my brand is heart-centered leadership, but my behavior is heart-centered leadership. So my word and behavior for this beautiful new year, 2022, is intention. So I intentionally took the first week of January off to be. I did what I wanted, when I wanted. I didn't have any routines, schedules. I just allowed myself to be each day for seven days. It was glorious. I meditated. I danced. I listened to music. I listened to podcasts. I typed stories. I hand wrote in my journal. I embraced silence at such a deep level. It was magical. I realized that the magic of slowing down allows me to do more, be more and get more done. That magic potion of progression over perfection, it's the golden ticket. Speaking of perfection, I love this foundation that I've set for myself with imperfection. 
So from creating this podcast in May of 2020 and allowing myself to showcase how imperfect I am and that we all are and strive to be brings me great joy. And I continue to witness an expansion of openness for myself on many levels. There's a calmness to less. And I love hanging out in Jomo, otherwise known as the joy of missing out. I've decreased time on my cell phone. I've got back to the basics of just enjoying being home, baking, cooking, picking up a book. There's nothing better than a new book. I love smelling a book. I love flicking through the pages. I love feeling the quality and texture of the paper. And I feel that returning to the basics was really an awakening for me because of what I endured the last six months of 2021. And I realized that every single day offers us such a beautiful opportunity for whatever we do. So whether you're working for someone or you're an entrepreneur, I know that every day since I was 12 years old, everything I've endured and gone through has created who I am today and how I manage my business. At the end of May, it'll be 32 years that I've had my business. So I hope that 2022 is prosperous for you. I love hearing your comments on the podcast. I thank you from the bottom of my grateful heart for your beautiful five-star ratings and reviews. And I'd like to leave you with this. This is my message for all of you for 2022. May you be brave. May you get out of your own head. May you kick fear to the curb. May you speak your truth. May you live life exactly as you want. May you finally make that decision to do what your heart wants. May you be brave and showcase your imperfection. And may you lead with your heart, even when it's hard. So here's to a wonderful February as we're on the heels of a new month. And I want to leave you with one more exciting thing. I'm going to be a grandma in July of 2022. Make it a great day. Be heart-centered. Embrace your leadership. We're all leaders and always be imperfect. It's such a wonderful place to be. Take good care till February. Talk to you next time. This is Deb Crow. Thanks for tuning in to Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I'm Deb Crow. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review the show. And I'd love it if you'd visit my website at debcrow.com, where you can sign up for my newsletter and get access to the Heart-Centered Leadership Toolkit, all free of charge. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you again.